This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Taz and Jim, and we, we got a phone call here. We're just in the middle of a conversation off the air, but uh, I think this could be valuable for you, Jim. So let's bring the caller onto the show. Okay. Climate changer, how are you? How are you today? <laughs> Good. It's Good, the man. climate changer. Yeah. You heard uh, something on the weekend, and you were excited. You just wanted to call and oh say congratulations God, uh, to Jim. Congratulate Jim there, you know, and give him some advice. Jim um, got engaged a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so uh, a little bit of a tolerance and let her be herself and uh, treat her like a queen in your, your palace. And I think you can make her to 50. <laughs> oh, 50 years of marriage. Yeah. Oh, okay, because if I died at 50, that wouldn't be great. <laughs> well, <laughs> wouldn't be ideal. Uh huh. But yeah, 50 years of marriage. Wife. Have you been married for a long time there? Uh, I was. <laughs> so learn from his mistakes, Jim. Yeah. That's right. That's right. How long did you get? I got uh, about uh, six years or something out of fun. How terrible is getting a divorce? Uh, I, I did it uh, differently. I, I made sure I got it free, done it free. So, <laughs> so you were able that? to work through it without a lawyer, that sort I worked, of thing. I worked myself down to uh, uh, being uh, unemployed and then right down to uh, welfare, and then I got some free legal advice and then, and, and then got a divorce. Well, there you go. If you make no money, you don't have to pay alimony, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good theory. Worth a shot. <laughs> have a great day, buddy. Hey, you too, and I, I love, the, love the show. Jim, are you familiar with the video game Cyberpunk 2077? I am familiar with it, yeah. It's the one that came out. Keanu Reeves was involved in it. He's a, a character in the game. Mm-hmm. His likeness. Uh, also, the game that was getting a lot of attention when it was first released because, you know, you can customize your, your characters, your avatars in these video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could customize the crotch size hmm. of your players and... <laughs> Everybody was just going with the biggest size. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, <laughs> you could you could make your own character, and they're all making that appendage as large as they could in the yeah, game. Yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta relate it to in-game stats, though. If you want more agility, you go smaller. <laughs> Pure strength. It's like bigger. the old Nintendo hockey, right? The bigger <laughs> yeah. Mario's a little bit slower. Sure, sure, but harder to knock down. <laughs> Well, apparently people are modifying this game. They're modding it um, so they can have sex with Keanu Reeves virtually hmm. in the game. Okay. And Keanu is doing the promo tour for the new Matrix film. He was asked how he feels about people having sex with a virtual him. Do you play video games? No. Did you know that in Cyberpunk, you were the most requested hack to make a, a character that you could have sex with be you, be your character? Yes. And it got to a point where the, the game developer said, no, you can't do this because we're not sure if we have permission to do this. Oh. But, I mean, <laughs> now that I have you, like, what do you think about that? Oh, my God. It's always nice when it's nice. And, you know. Yeah. <laughs> think of how much money is important, right? So uh. you could not even have to be there and people could have digital sex with your digital uh. avatar. 
Oh, my God. And then I you got hope the that VR I do not thing. live to see this. God help us. <laughs> You're there. There's Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah. Trinity's not into it, but it sounds like uh, like Neo was kind of getting off on it. Yeah, I think he wants some residual checks if, if that does happen, because he's talking about how much money porn stars make. But uh, if it's not you, <laughs> you know, it's just your likeness. Why not? He is the one. <laughs> <laughs> it's out there if you're looking you might be able to find it somewhere on the web the mod for cyberpunk if you want to get it on with keanu reeves this holiday season <laughs> thanks for listening to the show on your commute and if you're listening as you walk down from your bed to your home office yes that does technically qualify as a commute at least in germany a german court just ruled on this case a guy rolled out of bed he's been working from home mm-hmm. started walking downstairs to his desk to to start his day tripped on the stairs ended up breaking his back filed an insurance claim through work that said he was commuting at the time his commute is from the bed to the office okay court agreed Wait a sec. So the so the work insurance has to cover that? Yeah. Well, he he was on company time. He was he was commuting. The, no, this is that's the stupidest thing cuz you're still if you're walking All down right, the stairs, well, I hope you don't break your back while you're commuting. <laughs> but if you're driving to work, technically you walking down the stairs is still part of your commute if you want to play this game, right? Like just because you're working from home doesn't make the stair climb any different than if you're working at the office. This is the strange thing. The German court ruled it applied because he was on his way to his desk for the first time that day. They say if he had stopped at his desk and then took a break to go to his kitchen for breakfast, broke his back then, it probably wouldn't have counted. This is an absolute joke. This this is <laughs> this is going to ruin the at-home offices for the rest of us. Like, honestly, it's like everybody wants to stay home and work from home right now. So let's all be on our best behavior and not throw out frivolous lawsuits. Frivolous? The guy broke his back. Fix your stairs. It's your house, you dummy. It's, you walk up and down office. it every day. It's, he, this is, I don't know why I'm mad. It's not my company, but I just see this as a pattern of people like taking advantage uh, of these situations. It's, it's annoying. A, it's a commute. <laughs> when has Germany been wrong about anything, Jim? <laughs> I think they got this one right. I want to see you peacock, cock, cock, you peacock, cock, you peacock. Great cop returned after a hiatus because of COVID last night. 108th Grey Cup in Hamilton, Ontario. And Dev, so close. Man, oh, it was a heartbreaker. So close, but uh, no cigar. And I know this is uh, no consolation whatsoever to Ticats fans, but if you have to lose on a game-ending interception, that's got to be the one, right? Where it's just this crazy, you know, complete fluke like if that pass is made the nine other times that pass is not interception intercepted and maybe uh, the uh, Ticats go on to win the game sometimes you win them sometimes you lose them that was just a freak freak uh, occurrence what do you think of the decision to basically take the chance of sending the game into overtime with that rouge in the final minutes of, of regular time by the Ticats well, uh, you know, it's 
So if if they run it out, then they don't have the field position they had that led to the field goal. So based on how little time there was left when they actually were able to make the field goal, I think the Rouge makes sense because you take it back, what, 20, 30 yards? Uh, depending on how far he gets out, maybe they don't get into a position where he can have the field goal. So I don't think that is what cost Hamilton the win. What did cost them the win? It was a back and forth game. You know, Winnipeg last week had six turnovers and one. This week they had a bunch of turnovers. I thought they had too many turnovers again. They had at least three Sunday night. You know, Hamilton, Winnipeg, it was kind of a toss up game. Winnipeg just kind of eked it out. It, it was. Just one of those games. It was it was a crazy interception, literally off one guy's hand, off another guy's hand, and possibly foot back into the air, and then another guy caught it and looked like he had like a golden goose in his hand, like he like hugged hugged the ball when it was over. But um, it was a fluke. Sometimes it, it just goes that way. I mean, there's 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 nothing like definitively that you know, you could say. Okay, well, if Hamilton does that guaranteed they win this game. It was just sometimes you have a fluke interception that goes off three different guys and and wins the game for the other team. Nice thing is we don't have to wait long because we have another chance for the Ticats to win a, a Grey Cup at home. Uh, not next season, but the season after. Here's hoping. Uh, the poor marketing department over at the Peloton company, they just can't catch a break, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Remember the commercial they had? It, it was a criticized because the husband bought the wife a Peloton as a gift, and and it looked like he was holding her hostage. She looked like she was using the Peloton against her will. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like, uh, who would buy exercise equipment for their wife? What are you trying to say? I do agree with that. It is. I'm not if she asks for it. That's, uh, that could be a trap as well, Jim. <laughs> oh, so you actually bought me the exercise equipment? Are you trying to tell me something? You wrote it on the list. <laughs> You'll learn, pal. Okay. You're almost a married man. Uh, sometimes what your wife tells you she wants isn't what she actually wants, believe it or not. Hmm. I don't um, like it. Sex in the City is back. There's a new uh, spinoff or sequel show, Sex in the City, with Sarah Jessica Parker, and it premiered last week. In the show, Mr. Big, Chris Noth, he's, he's one of the main characters there, um, he had a heart attack after hopping on his Peloton bike. Apparently, producers asked Peloton, hey, can we use your, your bike in our show? And they're like, of course. This Those is fantastic. Bad publicity. <laughs> yeah. They had no idea that it was going to be used to kill off one of the characters. <laughs> oh, it seems like a slight oversight. Um, so on the weekend, Peloton had to respond because they uh, they actually saw their stock price go down, Jim, yeah. after the Sex in the City episode aired. Went down almost 12%. Pretty, pretty significant <laughs> for something that didn't happen in real life. Like... I I know I I I don't know like who I don't know how who decides the stock market I guess it's just market fluctuation and just like public response but it didn't happen in real life like if if Carrie Bradshaw 
What's her name? Sarah Jessica Parker died in real life from pedaling too hard. I could see the stock going down. This is a fictional story. And that's what Peloton wanted to remind everyone of. They released an ad on the weekend starring Mr. Big, Chris Noth. He's sitting in front of a uh, fireplace with uh, the Peloton instructor that apparently killed him on the show. <laughs> and uh, they just want to remind you that the guy is still alive. <laughs> to new beginnings. To new beginnings. You look great. Well, I feel great. Should we take another ride? Life's too short not to. <laughs> Just like that, the world was reminded that regular cycling stimulates and improves your heart, lungs, and circulation, reducing your risk of cardiovascular diseases. Cycling strengthens your heart muscles, lowers resting pulse, and reduces blood fat levels. He's alive. Okay. okay. Ryan Reynolds with the voiceover. Oh, is that who that was? If Ryan Reynolds can't fix it, no one can. <laughs> Jim Kelly does the rural report on mm-hmm. the show. He always brings us uh, small town news from places, uh, you know, smaller places in the Taz and Jim listening area. Um, a country boy at heart. Grew up in Mitchell, Ontario. And you're always looking out for uh, events that communities should uh, people should know about in smaller communities. So it, this is like, is this a new segment? Is this Jim's community calendar? Sure, or? yeah. I don't I don't have a name for it yet, but yeah, I should do something like that. Because you know, like, in in the city, these events happen all the time. And There's always something going on. As good as they on. are, as good as they are, they're, they're not as big of an impact as these, as these events in smaller communities. They like, they, you know, they involve the whole town. And Everyone like, comes together yeah. for whatever reason. And what's going on and where? Well, we all love the toy tosses at the, the hockey games, right? First goal of the, of the game, everybody throws the teddy bears or whatever onto the ice. And, you know, it all goes to charity. Well, Seaforth, Ontario has a different idea, and I think they've been doing this for a couple years, but I just found out about it. Every year, they have a thing called the Ham Slam. So this is this is a game between the, the Seaforth uh, Centenaires, this is the Seniors League, and the Clinton Radars, and first goal of the game around Christmas, <laughs> No, everybody throws hams on the ice, and I'm talking full-blown, like half ham. The bone sticking out of the end. <laughs> you know, just, you know, whatever your mom gets for Christmas, like half yeah, ham, okay. and thrown onto the ice. Last year, they had upwards of 94 hams tossed onto the ice. <laughs> and uh yeah i guess they're just i got an email from their uh like press release people um and uh they call themselves like ha- a mix between the semi-pro league and the danbury trashers they have quite the event going on not only do people throw hams on the ice <laughs> they do a chuck a puck and a ham shoot where they pick five of the most intoxicated people out of the stands to shoot the hams with an oversized Snoopy hockey stick. Um, And they're also looking to launch some hams out of the back of a truck. Like, I think like a potato gun this year. So they're going but are they Are they ruining the hams or are they well, donating think, them to charity? I think they, t- they like sacrifice the, one ham to the, the sky are, gods. The hams are taking a lot of punishment. <laughs> I know, but it's like, it. it's like meat tenderizing, though. you got to tenderize okay. the ham before you start cooking so, it. So, again, the ham slam, Jim, in yes. Seaforth, if people want to attend, when's it coming up? It's this Saturday. <laughs> it's Saturday the 18th. And, uh, yeah, get on out there. There's a good reason to support sport uh, charity because all the hams obviously go to local families that need sure. it. Sure. 
And it's just a fun, fun environment, I think. Yeah, make sure you pick up your hams in Seaforth sooner than later because they're going to go pretty quick at the, uh, <laughs> I'm assuming, Value Mart. Sure, yeah, I bet. A yeah. couple of celebrity deaths we found out about over the weekend, Jim. Yeah? Mike Nesmith of the Monkees died. He oh, was too bad. Yeah, he was the one who wore the toque, yeah, right? Yeah, toque guy. <laughs> the toque guy from the Monkees. And very uh, accomplished in terms of outside of what he did on that television show. Well, first of all, when the when they started, the monkeys didn't perform their own songs. They were mm-hmm. lip-syncing. They were basically just sitcom actors, right? But Nesmith is the guy who who urged the urged the other guys to learn how to play to start writing their own songs, and he's the reason the monkeys became a real band. Mhm. Did they have any hits after that, though? I mean, did I, I'm a Believer and Last Train to Clarksville, whatever that song. Yeah. Did they have any? I love the monkeys. I used to love the show, but I don't care if they're real or fake, you know, to me. But did, did, did they have any hits after that? Yeah, I don't know. Daydream Believer. Not love writ- that, too. Not written by the monkeys. Love that one, though. Was it? I thought Ann Murray wrote that one. <laughs> <laughs> or did Ann Murray do a cover? I don't know. That well, was a monkey's OG to my to th- my mind. This is also uh, everyone loves this fact about Mike Nesmith. He uh, inherited a lot of money when his mom passed away because his mom invented a liquid paper. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Whiteout that, yeah. was invent- invented by Mike Nesmith's mom, which uh, I'm sure Whiteout stocks have gone down over the past couple decades with. The advent of the computer. Mm-hmm, yeah. But back in the typewriter days, holy cow, they'd go through gallons of that in every office. Must have been raking it in. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Mike Nesmith of the Monkees passed away at 78 years old. Uh, Anne Rice, she is the woman who wrote the vampire books, Queen of the Damned. You had uh interview with the vampire, probably mm-hmm. her most famous work because they made the movie with Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. She has passed away. And Mel Lastman, long-serving Toronto mayor and the who's better than bad boy guy. Nobody. (laughs) Mel Lastman has passed away at age 88. And when we were talking to our pal Devin Peacock earlier, he, he mentioned, he said, you know, everyone remembers Mel Lastman for calling in the military during that bad snowstorm. But nobody really gives as much attention to the fact that he was very upset about the Spice Girls breaking up and <laughs> the efforts he put forward to try and keep the Spice Girls together. What, was he writing up some bills or was he just like pleading to <laughs> we them? We cannot have the Spice Girls <laughs> As the mayor up. of Toronto, I order the Spice Girls to reunite. Uh, rest in peace, Mel Lastman. I grew up seeing him on television, man. He was, he was, when I thought about Toronto, I thought about Mel Lastman. True, yeah. eh? Successful guy. Jim, we've been reluctant to jump on the NFT bandwagon, but how can we not now with this breaking news? Finally, something of value is an <laughs> NFT. Forget about forget about all the priceless artwork and, and timeless music. There is now a uh, video of a Instagram influencer licking a toilet for sale. Uh, Forty two thousand dollars is how much it costs if you want it. U.S. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. Forty two k U.S. 
So maybe 50, I, I do. I have seen that video. I do remember the start of COVID, uh, the girl licked the toilet seat on an airplane, right? Yeah. Is that if her? If you don't remember, yeah, her name's Ava Louise. She's 23. She's one of these uh, online influencers. And it was March 2020, right when coronavirus kicked off, where she went on an airplane, uh, did the coronavirus challenge, licked an airplane toilet seat. <laughs> Everybody was collectively disgusted across the planet. She 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 said later that it was a bleached toilet seat, like freshly bleached, so it wasn't actually that gross. But I don't even care. Still, there's no there's no amount of bleach in the world that would get me to look at a public toilet seat on a plane. She seems very remorseful about her actions, though, because she's not keeping the money that she makes from selling the NFT. That's true. Yeah, she says she's going to give it to charity, but I don't know. We'll see. And she wants everyone to listen to her new single on Spotify. Yeah, so she plans to donate. Sign up for her OnlyFans account. Yeah, yeah. She says she's gonna she's gonna donate it to uh, help people struggling from COVID. Is that the message? That's like chair girl selling an NFT of her chair throw to people who got killed by falling chairs. You know what I mean? Like you're you're flaunting the. You're COVID. part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> you're licking toilet seats during a pandemic, dude. This is, this is my retirement plan. I'm going to buy this thing, and I'm sure it's going to quadruple in value by the end of the week. <laughs> how how can everybody not want a, uh, a, a NFT of a woman licking a toilet from yeah, yeah. the year 2019? You buy that NFT, take your own video of using the same toilet, but you're sitting on it this time. You sell them <laughs> as a package, Taz. Now we're talking. I still don't really get this whole thing. (laughs) Taz and Jim, we made a bet with the guys in Winnipeg on Power 97, the morning show there, Philly and Joe. Uh, Obviously, they had the Blue Bombers last night in the Great Cup. Naturally, we had the Thai Cats. It was looking very good for our guys. Yeah. But then... The Bombers pulled it off in overtime. So on the line was a minute of airtime. We've said that uh, they have our airwaves this morning for one minute. So let's get this over with. (laughs) Good morning, Power. Uh, Hey, guys. Hey, how you doing? Uh, Who's this? Uh, It's Taz and Jim. Oh, 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 oh. Hey, hey, hey. I'm just going to say right off the get-go, your team played an incredible football game yesterday. I'm going to give kudos to the Hamilton Tiger Cats. What are you being so classy for, Joe? You know why? We, we talked about this. Don't give them anything. No, they didn't win the game, but they made it very, very close, and you got to give them kudos for that because, honestly, if you're a big fan of the Canadian Football League, after a pandemic, you couldn't ask for a better game if you're a fan of the CFL and the Tiger Cats made it a great game. See that? You're see still how, lost. See how classy we are here in Winnipeg. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm waiting for the butt, Joe. But. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait. <laughs> then, then I'll give the butt. This is also a good teaching moment for you guys. Your team got their asses kicked like your, your, your big brother beats up your little brother. So it's a good, it's a good learning experience for the Tiger Cats. Philly, um, don't pretend that you weren't scared for a second. Never, never in doubt. <laughs> it was such a good game, though. It was. Like, uh, you couldn't have asked for a better Grey Cup for real. And uh, listen, uh, I don't know uh, which quarterback you guys are going to keep in the long run, but uh, you're not getting in the way of a dynasty, okay? Because yeah, that's what we're building here. Meant to be. <laughs>
Yeah, I do like the fact that we have an opportunity to win the Grey Cup at home again, uh, not next season, but the season after. So a quick turnaround, we could see another Bombers-Ticats matchup in the Grey Cup in Hamilton. I was just going to say, can we play you guys in the Grey Cup every year? We seem to be doing okay with it. <laughs> oh, okay, geez. you already won. Really? Come on, buddy. Well, we promised you a minute, and this is uh, we're getting pretty uh, uh, pretty close here to <laughs> three minutes. So let officially, we you've sent me something you want to uh, play on the air here in Hamilton. You want all the Tie Cats fans to hear this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna press play, and you guys take over. That's when the clock is starting. Okay. <laughs> It'll be like that overtime drive. Yes, go ahead. Uh, that was a fluke interception. <laughs> here, here is Take It Away, Philly and Joe on Power 97 in Winnipeg. We're proud of the Blue Bomber So proud of its glory and fame. We're best in the West and we'll take on the rest when we get to You can bite on a Timbit. Easy. Don't insult Timmy's. You know you've crossed the line if you go after Tim Hortons. (laughs) You know what? Honest to God, I do mean this sincerely. That Hamilton fan base has always been good, and they showed up in droves, and it was nice to see a sellout. It really was. And I think everybody in Hamilton uh, proved that it's a great party town. And the hammer, the hammer gets the tip of the cap from Winnipeg <laughs> yeah, today. Good on you guys right for calling on. this morning. It was good. Yeah. Well, we lost a bet. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, we're 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 classy. We're in victory. We're classy. And just to remind all the Winnipeggers, you get the be- the second best part of winning is you get to get on a plane this morning and get the hell out of Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all right, guys. Congratulations. Enjoy it. Blue Bombers victory over the Tie Cats yesterday. Right. We the champ. Oh, cut their mic. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcast, and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.